Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Steve, I ran across an article on the Morningstar Financial website in which one of their experts admitted to making some big financial mistakes. Here's the list that she included here. Number one, not setting up a Roth IRA as a tax strategy. Number two, not taking out a long-term care insurance policy when it was more affordable. And number three, paying off a low-interest mortgage early rather than investing the money And last but not least here, practicing excess frugality when it comes to personal values and goals. So my big question to you is lots of moving parts here. How do you help keep your clients their eye on the ball? Okay, let's just kind of cover those real quick and then I'll I'll answer that question. Sure. The Roth, it's got a five-year rule on it. So if you set that Roth up in 2005, five years was 2010, any contributions to a Roth are all as if though you had made them all back then. New contributions don't have a different date. Slightly different, it can be on conversions, but it goes to the idea, it sets up your five-rule timer. Long-term care insurance. You know, most people have the idea, it's not gonna happen to me. Traditional long-term care insurance, I, I, I talk to clients, if you never need it, it could be the most expensive insurance you've ever bought. If you need it, it's going to be the cheapest insurance you've ever bought. So it's one of those things. Back years ago, that was about the only option that we have. We've got a lot more ways to cover people than just straight use it or lose it long-term care insurance. If you've got questions about that, give us a call. Paying off a low-interest mortgage early. If you come into my office and you sit down and talk with me, should I pay off the house? I'm more apt to, but it's an emotional decision, not a financial decision. Mm-hmm. If you ask Mel in my office the same question, he would say no because of the exact same thing she did here. You know, if you've got a two to 3% home loan and you're paying predominantly principal, should you pay off the mortgage? My question in a lot of cases is actually no, let it ride because most of the money you're paying now is just the principal. You're not paying a lot of interest. Frugality, yeah, you know, keeping up with the Joneses can be very difficult on your pocketbook and it can affect your retirement. But I look at it to the point when you get to the the do-it-yourself. It's the things that you don't know about that probably cause the most problems. I get people that come in all the time and they say, well, I I don't know about this and I don't know about that. Can you talk to me more about that indexed universal life that you talk about on the radio? When you talk about rates of return, Do I have to give you my statements before you can do that? Mm -hmm. And I have to reflect back because I've not always been, you know, 2010, prior to 2010, I had an advisor that I went to talk to. So I've been doing this for about 13 to 14 years on the retail side. And I always knew that when I brought in those statements, they were going to see some of the mistakes that I had made. I had purchased a stock in the late 90s that I was going to retire early on. It was supposed to hit the moon. Guess what? It became absolutely worthless. Oh my gosh. It's still in my account. I will not write off the amount that I spent on it. And the reason why I do that is I, every time I hear, because I hear a lot of different things, people have get rich stories and stuff like that. And every time I look at it, I know sitting in mine and my wife's account, there's a stock that's absolutely worthless. So that I look at it, okay, I would prefer to invest for the long run versus the quick get rich quick. I believe, like I said, your investments should be based on need, not greed. 
you know, how much, how much do I need to do? I also like to talk to people. If you're, we're, we're talking just about your investment part of your portfolio. Okay. We're going to go from here to California. Let's just say it's an airplane flight. Mm-hmm. And on one of these flights, it's going to be very rough. It's going to go all the way up and it's going to go all the way down. That's and you're terrifying. going to strap in your seatbelt and we're not going to serve any food because this is going to be a rough ride. It's going to be the roller coaster. But we're going to get to L.A. Or if I said, would you rather get on a flight that says, okay, maybe fly a slight bit slower. Mm-hmm. But we're going to allow you to walk around on the plane and we're going to serve you some food. Which, 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 which flight would you prefer? Well, to me, that's that same idea. Am I going to ride the entire roller coaster of the stock market? Or would I prefer to take some of that volatility out of it? I look at investment, you know, again, need not greed. Give me the exchange traded funds. I think they're a very good tool to use. They're usually low in cost. I like dividend stock baskets. I like growth stock baskets. And I like value stock baskets. Right now, bonds are there. Mm-hmm. But uh, last year, we did a lot more with structured notes because they don't have the interest rate declines. And we use the fixed index annuity as a bond replacement during the time frame when the interest rates were climbing. Why? Because your bond values fell. That's why last year was so difficult for almost everybody because both stocks and bonds at one point were down by more than 20%. So I look at the investment world to sit here and say, it's based on need, not greed. And I think of that account that I got sitting in my account that's absolutely worthless. That, hey, slow and steady wins the race. So if you would like to get off that roller coaster, slow down a little bit, give me a call. Let's look and see what we might be able to do to adjust your portfolio to so you don't have to have that rough ride. Let's sit back, loosen the seatbelt up a little bit and enjoy that trip. Because to me, that's what retirement's about for you. Ask for the risk-reward analysis. Again, that phone number, 636-230-8824. This is for this complimentary, no-obligation, risk-reward analysis, 636-230-8824. Did you know the safest, most effective way to get rid of weeds in your garden? Well, TikTok channel Eastside Farming says they have found the answer. A lot of people will use different chemicals. They say these chemicals are safe for use with your garden. It's still a chemical, right? Honestly, the best way, hands down, to rid your garden of anything you don't want that's growing is simply hot water. That's right, just hot water. Put boiling hot water on what you want to be gone, and in 24 hours, it will be gone. It don't affect your soil. It's not going to mess with anything else as long as you're not putting it directly on the other plants that you mess with. It's really that simple. I don't know if I believe this hot boiling water thing, Steve. What do you think? I I'm going to try it. I, I, I'm i going to try it on, on some of those little things that come up in the, crack yeah. of the driveway. I'm, I'm going to try that boiling hot water. That's, yeah, I that, might do If the it same. works, it's fantastic. I just don't know if you got a whole bunch of plants. Yeah. How do I not get it on the other one? But exactly. I, I'm, I'm going to try it. Well, you know, we talk about weeds in your, in your, you know, your grass, your yard, and you're trying to get rid of them. It got me thinking there could be some weeds lurking around in your 401k. So how do you prevent them from spreading, Steve? Well, the, the idea of the 401k is it's an employer-sponsored plan, and you usually have a limited number of options. And the reason why is when they, back in the late 90s, they had all kinds of options. And there were so many options, most people didn't know what to do. So they froze and didn't do anything. So now we have very limited options within most 401k plans. And most people don't realize that once you hit 59 and a half, you can actually roll the money out of 
your 401k to an IRA, it's a non-taxed event. Because a lot of people say, well, I can't do that. I have to pay taxes. No, it's a non-taxed event if it's done properly. Tom and Tammy had come into the office. Old Boeing employees hadn't been there for 15 years. You know, so we looked at their 401k. And I said, you've got Boeing stock in there that that has a very, very, very low cost basis. Do you realize we could use net unrealized depreciation? Roll that money out. You would have to pay tax on what it cost you to buy that. But all those gains that you have in it since it was such a long time ago, those would be long-term capital gains versus ordinary income if you decide to spend it in the future. He goes, you're kidding me. I didn't know anything about that. And I said, yeah, so we could look at it. So the idea of it is, is what do you currently have and what are your options? Again, if you're 59 and a half or older, let us help get with you. Contact your 401k company and say, do you have the option to do an in-service withdrawal? If you do, then we could talk about other options that we could have in your 401k. Because again, very limited options. Once it's in an IRA account, you have every option that's currently available for you. So if you're 59 and a half or older and you have a 401k, give us a call now. Ask for that 401k x-ray so that we can look and see, could we assist you with your 401k now? Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and the All Financial Group are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.